3: What is going on, everybody? My name is Connor Lawler. Welcome back to another week of Movie Mondays. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the week's movie news, entertainment news, and just generally having a bit of a chit-chat about everything to do with film. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Mead. Sean, how's it going?
2: I can't believe Thanos came back and beat Thor to death with his own hammer, Connor. Oh no, spoilers!
3: <laughs> this is the spoiler review though.
2: <laughs> oh, sh- oh, the bit is Wait for oh. that
3: gag for next week. <laughs> Someone oh, write that down.
2: <laughs> oh, when we talk about Thor in passing, you better believe that's going to be a good joke.
3: It's going to be a good one. <laughs> and all
2: you listeners will know. You'll know that I workshopped it here.
3: So like, I obviously, everyone has seen the headline or the, the title of this episode. Yep. Um, this is a, going to be a bit of a different week. Feels like we've been doing a lot of reviews recently. Busy bonus. summer.
2: Busy summer for content, I will say.
3: Yeah, and, and so I don't week, care for it, Connor. <laughs> I hate things. Okay, so. <laughs> um, so, this, this week, we aren't going to be talking about movie dudes because, of course, Thor Love and Tundra has come out of Thor's yes <clears throat> how many times are you going to do that in the review only Thor more times <laughs> that is it for this week's movie <laughs> <laughs> um, so and I've, if this is your first review what we normally do here is spoilers from the get go um, just yeah, because so we're dumb and we will spoil it anyway and also, we used to do, go through the whole movie scene by scene. Now we just do a general view. And, you know, we don't kind of give a rating. We just kind of tell you how we feel about it.
2: We do like what every review does ever. And mm. is that we give an overview of the film. Yeah. And not a scene by scene analysis of the film. I don't know when we stopped that. But... I think
3: I, I got lazy.
2: <laughs> I don't think... I, I think it's just easier to listen to rather than us just being like, and then this happens, and then this yeah, happens, yeah. and then that happens, you know. So I like how we do it now. That's all I'm going to say.
3: Um, so if this is your first episode, if you could give us a like and subscribe, whatever podcast platform that you're listening to this on, it would really help us out. But yeah. Sean... There's no more time to to discuss other things. There's no time to
2: die, Connor. James Bond's no time to die. This is actually... (laughs) It finally came out. It finally happened. It's it's beside the point.
3: It's (laughs) Thor time. It's Thor love and thunder time. Now, Sean, I have been dying to ask you this question because we've seen it over the weekend and we have a golden rule that we don't really talk about, but we just never ask each other how we feel about things. No, we we used to be
2: regular friends until we started this podcast.
3: No, I just want content. From you, I don't, I don't give I a fuck milk about it co- for
2: all it's worth. But <laughs> I'm
3: not going to ask you about your day <laughs> until there is a hot mic. So, so Sean, if you would kindly just answer me this one question: Yeah, what did you take of Tor Love and Thunder? I had fun with it. Right, I thought you might
2: say that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it, you know what it's less. Ah, oh, it's less itself than I thought it would be. I That's thought this, a really
3: good way of putting it, but go on.
2: I thought this was going to be Ragnarok dialed up to 11, which I thought might wear a bit thin. Mm. But I think this movie, it's, it is jokey and it's funny and it, it, it's primarily a comedy. But there is also really nice elements of heart, faithful comic adaptation and... Just good acting across the board that I feel mm. lifts it above, um, I'd put this above, say, Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness as a movie. I,
3: I think I would certainly watch this first before I watch Doctor Strange. Yeah. Um, what I, I've i actually heard multiple people uh, have messaged into us here actually on the podcast through Instagram, Twitter, all the kind folks that tune in. And they were all just asking me, what did, you, what did you guys think? And obviously, I didn't know what you thought, so I had to just kind of say my view. But I was then yeah. listening to what they said. So we've had a whole spectrum. We've had people say, this is dog shit. This is terrible. And I really loved it for these amount of reasons.
2: Um, yeah, I've heard the whole spectrum as well of just like every answer that could be given. This film seems to have it. I think you either you're into it or you're not, and that's totally fine, I think.
3: And unfortunately, Sean, I don't think I'm into it. Interesting. Okay. Different views. But I, like, I think... I'm not going to be it, shit, right? And that's just <laughs> unfortunately, it's not that strong. I think there's nuance to what works and what doesn't work in any movie, right? If yeah, if although more clicks, more views normally get of this is the worst thing that's ever happened ever. That's fine. Well, this is it. Okay. And it's the Rotten Tomatoes score that's exactly. posted over and over. Um, and- it's not. It's always more than black and white. So there's obviously some really great things in the movie itself. Um but I to be honest, it was kind of similar to Doctor Strange for me in that I didn't really click with it, but it hurt my feelings more because I loved Ragnarok a lot so more much. than I loved Doctor Strange what.
2: <laughs> I I totally get that. And like you're you're comparing <clears throat> um you're comparing sequels to uh yeah, Thor. It was Thor Ragnarok was essentially a reinvention of Thor as a character. Yeah, exactly. So you are complaining sequels of origins, essentially.
3: I I just think it's, and I was trying to figure out a way to put it into words. Like watching it, even I was like, oh, that that's fun. That's a cool idea, or that's a cool idea. But to me, it's just a bit scattered. It's it's trying to do t- ten things when it, and they're they're all p- good. But yeah. I, I'm like, you could have done three and you could have fucking killed it. You could. Have,
2: yeah. I And I do get that as well. And that we'll we'll touch on it a bit more later, I'm sure. But there are things that in this movie that I wish were expanded on uh, that I think would have been, like even a two hour, 20 minute runtime. Because this comes in at just under two hours. I It's think, 150, I think. Yeah. So I I think maybe that little bit of extra play would have been nicer. Yeah. Um, which is ironic, because we're always saying we want shorter movies. We're always saying make a shorter, make a shorter. Yeah. I do think it's interesting, though, that, um, and maybe I'm reading too much into it, but after The Batman came out, we have both been not <laughs> stellar about the Marvel showings.
3: But I also think that it's coincided with all of Phase 4, to me, doesn't seem like it has a goal. It doesn't no. have an end point, like a goal in mind. So it's kind of all floating.
2: I um, don't know what the final... Like, I knew, like, the final installment of Phase 1 was Avengers. Final yeah. installment of Phase 2...
3: Was it Age of Ultron? Uh, I think it was Age no, of No, it was or Winter War. Soldier. Oh, Winter Soldier. Okay. Yeah,
2: I think. And then Phase 3 was uh, Avengers Infinity War and Endgame, of course. I don't know what Phase Four is doing, what it's building to. It it does feel kind of aimless at the minute. Um, I,
3: I think that leads to a lot of not. I, I think there's always going to be people that come so far the other way to be like, this is now shit. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't think it's that. And, and I didn't, of course. There's other going to be other people that see those comments and they go, this is the best take ever. I think it's completely normal to look at something and say, you're obviously you've kind of won the Super Bowl. And now it's kind of the middle of the next season and you don't really have anything. Like, we already have the championship and we are all billionaires, so... Um. Yeah,
2: that's the thing. It's like, we're we're not quite sure what we haven't... The, the good Disney executives haven't told us what to be
3: excited for next, basically. and uh, and, I, and I think it's just, it's led to a lot of middling. It's led to a lot of... It's pretty good, but I mean, if I never see this movie again... It's absolutely fine.
2: True, I will say as well. Would you rather watch Loki season one again, or watch this?
3: Oh, um, probably
2: Loki season one. Like, cause it's it's a story, and there's yeah. like there's progression, there's a task, there's a goal. Whereas, I and I like the, I, I'm coming down on the side that I like this movie, mm. but it is. Haphazard. It feels like two separate movies.
3: Yeah, like I think Gore the God Butcher. Let's 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 get a let's, bit more specific, yeah. okay? Christian Bale, Gore the God Butcher, is fucking amazing. Okay? Fucking kills him. Like he's movie. absolutely he's only in about three seeds is my issue. Secondly, we don't see a lot
2: of god butchering.
3: <laughs> no, he doesn't butcher any gods. Other he butchers than one, one
2: when he first meets him in the first five minutes. Then after that we just hear about how horrible of a person he is. Fucking show that.
3: We need to see him butchering everyone. Are we de- they should have had a scene where there's like a god in. I mean, we're going to have to talk about Russell Crowe at some stage, but um, mm. in that scene with all the gods, God yeah. Butcher should have turns up in the next scene with like one of the cocky gods that's there. It's like he's never going to get us. My God! You know what he should have done
2: is that you know there's a, there's a throwaway joke about how there's Bow and he's the god of dumplings. And he's a very cute character. Gore down. should have fucking murdered that, Kate.
3: <laughs> but our, our murder Korg's god. Or, like, he should have just been mowing through them.
2: Yeah, he should have been just eliminating gods left, right, and centre. I do like that Korg's god is sitting on a throne made of scissors. <laughs> That's yeah. a great joke. That's yeah. a nice bit. I just like that. <laughs> but I, like, I, the Jane Foster stuff in this, I love I think that's really, really good. It's a super good adaption of the Mighty Thor run of comics into the MCU. I like how they've done that.
3: I really liked um, her story in terms of like the Mighty Thor aspect. I have no interest in her and Thor as a romantic couple in any no, way and like I, even since Thor 1 I just I just feel like they have two very pretty people that have no chemistry on screen I'm like you're both great actors but I just wouldn't put you together no and I
2: think some of that might be that it was she was essentially written out after Thor the Dark World yeah and she was done and I think we were just like okay and now let's remove all investment in that character so I think bringing her back as the new like a new Thor is the best way to do her. Because if you just brought her back as Dr. Jane Foster, accomplished scientist, she's still effectively the same character that we've already gotten over as an audience.
3: I think it would have been, like, it's absolutely fine to bring her back, have the exact same plot line, but they just settle things as friends. They don't have to be romantically evolved.
2: I think I would have liked if they had parted ways and just been like, like well, they did." I suppose they did part well, ways. I mean, they did. But, but I would have liked if it was like, listen we're both different, we both changed. At least we can end on good terms this time.
3: Yeah, like, you get closure from both sides. And then I think the emotional impact of the last scenes or whatever still hit the exact same way with, like, them as just two people who have, they've kind of resolved all their differences that they never spoke about for the last eight years. And they were just fine with each other.
2: Exactly, yeah. They've had a complicated relationship, and now it's less complicated. And now you can miss each other. In peace, kind of a thing.
3: Yeah, and and look, that's the small thing for me. But personally, I was watching it going, mm-hmm. I just don't care about them getting back together romantically. But I was, I was like all in, and I really think it's a cool idea. She's the mighty whore, but then it's actually killing her at the same time. It's a great, um, it's a great dichotomy between the two of them as a character. It's, it's a self sac. It's like the ultimate self sacrifice. Also, like- big fat and millionaire uh, breaking and then coming back together with it. Great move perfect
2: so cool love that <laughs> yeah. um there's a lot of that there's a lot of personality to Mjölnir and Stormbreaker in this what do you movie.
3: think about that i've heard people complain i it's it's very
2: it's very strange it's a very <laughs> strange dynamic because i suppose like in Ragnarok Thor gets over Thor's connection with Mjolnir in Ragnarok seemed to be that he thought that was the source of his power. And that's why he liked Mjolnir so much. But then he realises he's not the god of hammers, he's the god of thunder. So that's, so he's like, I don't need Mjolnir to be successful. But in this, it's like Mjolnir is like a jilted ex who he never got... Mjolnir is Jane yeah. in this movie. Well, he talks to Mjolnir, and he talks to Stormbreaker, and Stormbreaker has a personality in this movie that we've never seen before. Never built
3: up. Never. Never. It's. I, I, to be honest, it's a joke that has been written in, but has gone too far.
2: Yeah, and where does it go from here now? Because
3: Thor just has Mjolnir (laughs) again, I guess. I, there, there is, um, and look, we we love Taika. He's, he's a pretty cool dude. I think can I talk about Taika for a second? I, I, you can talk about Taika. I think we need to get to Taika. I really like Taika. I I
2: think he's he, he's a very good vision. He's a very set style, but I don't want too much Taika <laughs> yeah. in not not even in this movie. But just like it's it, I like he's ju- I don't think just oh just make taiko atiti version of everything i don't think that's the way to make things successful mm-hmm. i think that that his form of like absurdism and comedy works really well ragnarok was a lovely surprise i think that can get old quite quickly
3: ragnarok is a great balance and yeah. I, that doesn't kind of get a lot of credit but the why that movie works so well is because it is so balanced that it also it has that see, those seeds of Taika he and his ridiculous jokes and I mean the seed the story of Loki and the snake when he turns into a snake and then he just he, he stabbed me yeah or whatever like that's perfect to have in the same um, to have this in the same movie as the whole ending scene with like Ragnarok basically Thor having to accept that he has to blow up his own planet to win yeah um, there, there are stakes
2: and he is, Thor objectively loses a lot. I, th-
3: I think maybe the reason why for me this doesn't work is because it had all the same Taika jokes in terms of, it, but there was never the stakes to back anything up. Like I never felt any stakes whatsoever.
2: No, like I like okay Valkyrie. I love Valkyrie as a character. Is she in I this think- movie? She is in this movie,
3: Connor. Is she? I, Just, all I seen her was get stabbed, fake, fake die, and then kind of come back.
2: They did the fake out death. They did, <laughs> they did it they, twice. They chew back at us with fucking Korg. <laughs> like, Korg should be... If you want to make... I think you kill Korg, this is a a, 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 oh, yeah. a much... More a mo- a much better movie. I'm still on the side that I like this, but I really <laughs> No, genuinely. I like no legitimately. Yeah,
3: but you can you can like a movie and then also say that there's things that they could have done better. Because yeah. I think you like the movie, but I think you could have loved this movie with some changes.
2: I, genuinely. Like I think if you kill Korg like that that that's and you kill Korg at the point in the movie where they fake out the death. Because it's about an hour in, it's about halfway and it's like, oh no, this is the stakes, is that fan-favourite Korg could die.
3: Yeah, I, I wanted Gore to kill Korg. But yeah. ultimately, if you're going to keep Korg alive, you've got to kill Valkyrie. Um, but yeah. then I think maybe they, wa- they didn't want to kill either of them because they knew they were killing Jade at the end. And so they didn't want to have two deaths. But I'm thinking, early on in the movie, we got to set Gore up. Because we never see him, he's in the first yeah. five minutes. He's missing for an hour and twenty. Then he pops back up at the end. Gore kills nobody that we care about in this movie. <laughs> no, he, he should be killing everyone.
2: Like, like he, like he, like, he should have. Like he sh- he should have killed Valkyrie. Uh, he should have, like, killed. I don't know. <laughs> like, it's too. It's far too dark for a Marvel movie. But he should have killed Heimdall's kid. <laughs> that's how that's how you establish, oh no, this is a terrible dude. And don't just I, redeem him at the end either. Like no,
3: I, I I want them chopping body parts off Heimdall's kid, but like sending them back to Earth. fucking Asgard. Lady Sif is in this movie, right? And we she, s- yeah
2: fucking done dirty so because Jamie Alexander is a fucking phenomenal actress and she keeps just being drafted in for these bit parts in these MCU projects and I'm like give her a fucking storyline Cle-
3: clearly Tyke is like I don't like any of those characters because he just killed all the rest he of the warrior's tree
2: in a breath like but I like Jamie Alexander shows up at Lady Sif and she's at the like base of the big god who died um, that we didn't and see the com- what?
3: we didn't see die
2: we didn't see uh, like, die, like, die like, Gore was there.
3: I bet it was a cool battle
2: yeah no, that's a one to one shot from the comics is the big like dog skeleton monster uh, dead but in the comics Thor has this whole speech about how he was he was his friend he was a god he was a really nice god he was only talking to him a couple hundred years ago all this kind of thing but it's one line in the movie And was like, oh, he was the nicest god you'll ever meet. And that's it. That's all you hear from him. But Lady Sif is like on the ground missing an arm, right? And they make a joke about how she won't get into Valhalla because she didn't die in battle. Your arm might be in Valhalla. It's a whole thing. Like, we should have seen Gore, like, cut off that arm and, like, interrogate her about where to find Thor and how to get Thor. And she can just say, like, Asgard's gone. And that's how he knows Asgard is on Earth now.
3: I I also think in that scene, I mean, you just have Korg relay that joke of you won't get the Valhalla because you didn't yeah. die. I think Thor should be like, "Oh shit, you're gonna die!" Worried, and Korg Korg can still be the comedy relief at that point. Like he's just an idiot, and we understand if Korg is an idiot that if in that scene he's like, "Well, you didn't die in the battle, so you probably yeah. woke at the Valhalla." And then Thor's like, "Shut up! This this is like one of my best friends." It's just the only I have left. Yeah, <laughs> all, all the rest of them died. I didn't really care then. Um, yeah, I, I think um, there's four editors down for this. Obviously, Taika was probably on the editing job as well, so that mm. would make five. Um, and so I think that kind of shows up in that there's five different people edited this movie. Um, yeah. or four of them anyway, one person kind of ordering them around, but that's four different people all cutting together different bits
2: it's yeah it's four different views deciding what the best bits are and in a movie where like i'm fairly sure they were allowed to run, run quite free with lines and improv yeah like that does change the tone of things quite drastically especially if you're working you're on one scene at half an hour into the movie and fucking jenny over there is in another scene an hour and 45 minutes into the movie It does change the tone of it when you put all those individual scenes together. And
3: and ironically, I was kind of thinking about this because in my cinema there wasn't as many laughs as I would have expected. And I think it's because, ironically, if there's more drab or there's more stakes, I think the laughter is louder. Whereas if you're going the hotshots route of just like joke, 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 they become... It's like less returns every single time it's exhale out of nose, and it's yeah, like, exactly it's pause for applause moment, um, yeah, and like for example, one of the best jokes in the movie that got the laugh for me was one of the only times it was kind of serious was uh, when Thor goes to visit the kids in the cage. Um, yeah. and he's like, "You're all in this together." Like we're, and they're like, "We're so scared." He's like, "You're all in this together, team. Kids in a cage. We're gonna get through this." And I, I last started laughing just the way he delivered the line because it's yeah. just, it's just a break the tension moment. Um, but I, it, I think they kind of use that to just they're using comedy to break the tension, but they never let the tension build in most scenes, so no. you're not actually breaking anything.
2: No, and like there's, there's never a moment where. O- up until, say, the back half of this movie, there's some tension. But up until then, it's just a little space romp. Uh, yeah, and like, I'm okay with a space romp. I'm o- I am love a space romp. Um, on that subject, first 15 minutes or so where we're hanging out with the Guardians, uh, that's quite, like, that's fun and interesting. But it's also, it's it's nothing really
3: as yeah, a story I, point. It, it's kind of like McDonald's. Like, it it was fine, but, like, I'd be hungry again in, like, half an hour. Exactly. It felt like at the end of Endgame, Thor was... Yeah, he'd set up all these character traits that we all knew, and then they were just all written out. Yeah, it's like the Russo's
2: decided, oh, we want to put him with the Guardians at the end, and then Taika was like, I don't like that, so let's Mm. just write him out. Now, I think the goodbye is good and all that kind of stuff.
3: And also Uh, he he gets uh, fit.
2: He does get fit. He gets back to, like, swole hench Thor. Yeah. uh, Like myself.
3: (laughs) But also, I mean, that's another one, though. Russell's wanted that. And I think Taika didn't want that. Yeah. So just leave it. But So in the first 10 minutes, he just wipes out all the things that were set up. And we're just going to get back onto a different story.
2: It's like realigning him. And it's like, and now here's the Thor story I want to tell. Uh, I... I did not think that the goats would get as much... I don't know what they're expecting with the goats in this movie. <laughs> but they're fucking... They're, they're so played for laughs and it's just not funny at all the whole See, time. I,
3: you know what's funny? I've seen so much discourse about the goats, right? Non-stop since I came out. I never thought about them once. I just literally... Ever since people started complaining, I was like... I I even forgot they were there, to be honest. I just... It's also okay. a
2: weird choice to me. It's a weird focus to put <laughs> on the movie. I get that's probably that's for the younger crowd in the audience. You know, yeah, it's which which, which is fine, but it's just it's a very it, it kind of stops the the conversation dead whenever the goats are brought up.
3: So I mean, after the you have the Voyager realization, he has to go through the moment where he, also not a big fan of him being like I'm all about peace and then like that's like the first three minutes and then it's also I ah, yeah but i I'll destroy well, all those people
2: Well the logic is Is that he's He's not gonna do anything Until someone comes to him For help And that, that, that's all he's about now It's like he's not He's not doing anything for himself He's not doing anything Right He's just gonna help people out When they need it but he's not going to seek anything out, is his whole uh, thing.
3: Actually, we, we skipped over the opening with Gore and the kid. I think that's a really great way oh, to open solid, it up. Oh, that's solid. But it's in a different movie. Yeah. <laughs> what I was thinking was, it's like they've taken. I'm trying to think of, like, give me a horror villain, give me a killer uh, Michael Myers. M- Michael Myers. They've given me Michael Myers, but they've, like, put him in, like, Riverdale. Like, yeah. it's like the villain is not in the right movie. This this villain in a different movie would be amazing. Like, Christian Bale is so good and he's, like, chewing scenery and he's fucking freaky. Um, he's so strange. Like, yeah. he, he's
2: unsettling to look at.
3: Yeah, and he's absolutely this. killing it because, of course, it's Christian Bale. So he's going to just be weird and angry. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, like, in this movie it makes no sense. I was like, this villain, though, if this movie was written in a completely different way... You could have had like the best MCU villain.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Like, and the there's a bit later on in the film where they go to the the Shadow Realm. And with the, the kids in the cage.
3: Kids in the cage. The
2: whole, the whole film goes to black and white. Yes. And I'm like, that's fucking cool. Yeah. That's an interesting choice to do for an MCU film. It's also a flex because a lot of the criticism I saw in Ragnarok was like, oh, he's just, it's just colourful. That's why you like it. And it's just like, no, this is great in black and white. And it's genuinely unsettling.
3: And he's so unsettling when he like uh, traps them all and he's like talking to them. And he's just like, you can see all of his teeth and there's like ooze dripping out of his mouth as he's talking. Like he's clearly insane. And I'm like, this is fucking great. But the previous hour and 20, this was not the vibe. No, we were having, like, orgy jokes not 25 (laughs) minutes ago, you know? Like, there was no stakes whatsoever, and now we just have a serial killer here. Now we have... Now we're just going to introduce one of the main... Like, one of the central cosmic entities
2: in the Marvel Universe. Just shows up in the same film where Russell Crowe suggests a big orgy.
3: Um, Yeah, I just... He feels out of place, and it's because he's so good that he feels mm. out of place. It's like, if he was actually putting in a worse performance, I'd be like, okay, that's fair enough. Yeah, he kind of belongs here.
2: But Gore doesn't joke in this no. movie. He doesn't, like, even, like, the closest he comes to a joke is where he's invisible in the cage full of kids. And he's just fucking with him. He's He just,
3: chops off the head off the thing
2: as well. Off the, like, eel thing. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, but you celebrate when Thor chops off a head. How is that better? Mm. And it's like, it's a really tough thing to answer. And it's like, that's a genuine, that's a really good scene of like, here's a villain, here's his motives, here's where he's coming from. Sit with him for a while. Yeah. And he kills it.
3: And, like, and, I, and I do think that we needed like five more of those scenes. That we, that was the only one we got before they like face him.
2: Yeah. No, we needed more of God, Gore being a God Butcher.
3: Yeah, right. it's like, and we kind of said when we were watching the trailer, and um, that scene with Russell Crowe as Zeus mm-hmm. and all the gods there. Yeah. I think Thor should leave that stadium, and God Butcher Gore shows up and just mows through them,
2: just unstoppable. Like, cannot, cannot, cannot be halted at all. Like, yeah. even the gods aren't enough for him at that point.
3: And um, like, he's looking for Thor. Get me Thor! I want Stormbreaker. Where's he gone? I heard he was here.
2: Yeah, because Starbreaker is the key to get to Eternity, which gives you a wish, and he wants to wish for the end of all there was, gods.
3: There was people giving out, error complaining that, like, why did they not go to Eternity then just to wipe out the snap? But my response to that be would be Starbreaker didn't exist. Uh, when that yeah. happened. And so nobody knew that you could actually use it to get to this place. Now, that is a very loose way, but it does kind of <laughs> make sense.
2: That's true. My counter argument would be that it's the Bifrost, it's not technically Stormbreaker that opens it. But
3: Heimdall uh, was dead, Sean. You Hindal know what I mean? Heimdall was dead, but he wasn't <laughs> dead for all. He was Eat dead. He was, was dead for some. I'm trying to work was... out. He,
2: he died in Ragnarok. Didn't he did he did? He died. He died before the snapping. Yeah, yeah, See yeah. now,
3: ha. Yeah, perfect. there <laughs> <fair laughs> is my kid. Flame right. had a kid, <laughs> <laughs> and he's gonna die. <laughs> Fingers oh, <okay>. crossed. <laughs> oh well, that would make, a bit, make it a better <laughs> film. Uh, uh, so we gotta have to talk about. Um, we mentioned Jane, like, and of course they did the mighty whore uh, storyline pretty comic book accurate in terms that she has stage 4 cancer she's going to die and so she begins to look up just like Norse mythology she figures out that people who can wield the hammer have great strength stamina and all that stuff and it just begins calling to her and so then she goes to New Asgard and actually the hammer just comes to her
2: yeah I like that they had like they dug out the grass that the hammer was on because they couldn't pick it up Yeah, I like that whole thing um and it it's a nice way cuz in in like in the comics she goes to the moon to get the hammer cuz that's where <laughs> it's a, it's a whole thing uh, yeah. but it's a lot better it's a lot more uh, grounded i suppose this way um no i like i i like that adaptation like by and large jane foster is great in this movie um like you said the chemistry doesn't do it for me but her as a character and her like i like how valkyrie is like no she's re- she's good in a fight
3: Oh, I is. also like those two being friends. But also, yeah. we don't get enough of that at all.
2: We get like a couple of scenes. Like, there's a
3: scene at the sink, and I think there's yeah, a that, scene there's on that the ship one scene, on. and I'm kind of like, I want to see those two on adventures. I think that could be fun. Yeah, just like what they get up to. I'd like yeah. to see Valkyrie do anything. Just I maybe anything.
2: <laughs> like, I can't believe that they un- like Valkyrie is criminally underused in this movie.
3: Like she, for- she's such a good character, and she's like the leader of Asgard. Just let her go and just like be a fighting machine and when especially when they start introducing the fact of like oh I I missed the fight I hate all that stuff I'm like she's definitely dead surely she's dead she like and maybe she should have like died in battle yeah that's what she would have wanted yeah that's how she wants to go out and then not, I, don't, I don't want to tell a fictional character what she wants and this wants, but or this, no, wants, this but wants. like, or doesn't want. But I mean, if you were to write maybe a storyline, I would say she says, "I missed the battle." We send her to Gore, the God Butcher. He slices her up. Yeah.
2: Thor, now, Thor and Jane now have a reason to team up. Jane, despite the the stage four cancer, Thor goes, uh, and then Jane follows. Jane dies. Thor is left on his own. Mm. Uh, like I don't like. It feels like they want Thor to, like, be a leader, but also not be a leader.
3: Yeah, he's kind of, He's he's the jokester, but he's also the leader.
2: Yeah, because I listened back to our uh, Endgame review not too long oh. ago, and we talked about Thor's arc in these movies, is that, like, up to Ragnarok, he thinks he's meant to be, the uh, like, this perfect leader of Asgard and this king and everything like that. And then he loses all of that. And then in Endgame, it's like, you don't need to be king. You just need to be yourself. You just need to be who you want to be. And then at the end of Endgame, he goes off and he's like, I'm just going to find myself. Uh, And he's Valkyrie in charge of Asgard. He's like, that's not for me. That's not my life. And then in this movie, it's like he learns the same lesson over again. But now he has a kid at the end.
3: <laughs> oh, I forgot about the kid. <laughs> yeah, Gore's kids that he just <laughs> fucking looks I after. S- I suppose it's a fine way to end it. Do
2: you know what it is? Is that they needed someone with Thor powers for a Young Avengers project in the future?
3: That you know what you fucking yeah, that's exactly it. Because they're like, building up the Young Avengers, and yeah. I mean they went hard on like him being a dad and wanted like being surrounded by kids, but we never got any sense of that before any of this. It was just...
2: No, because all of that, like, all of, all of that backstory with Thor and Jane, that takes place before, like, Infinity War and Ragnarok and all yeah. that stuff. And there's yeah. no mention of kids or fatherhood or anything like that.
3: Yeah, I forgot about love at the end. Love and Thunder. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so now he has a kid and I suppose that's fine. Um, it just, it's just, it's, it's cool, I get Like, it's... I don't know Love what it the is. God Butcher.
2: I, it I, it just feels like trying to set up a Thor sitcom where he's got these wacky powers and this kid has these wacky powers and they have to get along together.
3: And Doctor Strange had a bit of that as well where like it seems like it's trying to set up a different movie. I'm like just do this movie. You don't have to do it, like set up a different one. It's yeah. it's fine. Um it's- I I want to talk about a scene that I don't know where you come down on it, but the scene with the gods, uh with Zeus, yeah. and Russell Crow, how did you feel about that scene?
2: It's odd. <laughs> it, it it I don't know, it it it's 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 it feels like it's simultaneously doesn't live up to its potential and also actively doesn't try to do anything. <laughs>
3: I think it's trying to be weird, but maybe I was just not in the right headspace for that. I was like, when Russell Crowe started talking in that accent?" I was like, "Okay, what? What is happening here? What yeah. is going on?" <laughs> what?
2: Yeah, I like this. I like I like how. Okay, I like how Thor is a fan of Zeus. Like, That's I pretty. Like,
3: I like that. I like that. I he like, is, and Zeus is a dickhead. I'm okay with that.
2: Yeah, he's an actual prick. Like, um, I like all that stuff. Like the the whole... Because Ze- Zeus, if you've ever read mythology, Zeus is a bastard. <laughs> Zeus is an absolute... I don't want to say the C word. Oh, yeah. He is one of those.
3: But also, can I just say, the whole point of this movie is like, the God Butcher, like, obviously he wants to kill the gods because the gods are bastards. Yeah. And then I think that scene is in there to be like, oh, he's right. Like, the gods are bastards because, like, did you see them all? But then later on in the movie, we're meant to dislike him. It's like, oh, he's the villain. But you've just kind of proven your own point of him doing the right thing. Because in that whole scene, they're just talking about orgies and Zeus, the leader, is just a dickhead. Yeah.
2: And Thor is just like, oh, but all these kids are kidnapped. And he's going to kill them. Zeus's like, I don't give a shit.
3: Exactly. So, why does Gore not just murder all of those people?
2: <laughs> I, I have no idea. I have no goddamn idea. And, like, if you wanted to make him more sympathetic, like, the co- we, I did a report on Gore the God Butcher for Hero Zero. And, like, the comic origin of Gore is that it's very similar to the start of this film, but he's out in the desert and two gods crash to earth fighting. And I think he gets injured or one of them is hurt. And the god asks Gore for help. And Gore is like, How dare you? Mm. I've asked you for help my entire life and I've got nothing. So then you have the parallel of Thor going to Zeus, asking for help and getting nothing. And so Gore suddenly goes from this evil bad guy to someone's like, Oh, maybe, maybe he has a point, which is the best kind of villain is one you yeah. can agree with. Yes. And then you realize, Oh, no, it's, it's, it's not about that. It's not about right or wrong. It's like it's about. I look. I don't know. It's 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 about just being a good person. Right. I than,
3: wanted a scene and stop me where I'm wrong. Right. Go Spider-Man ahead. Spider Man One, Tobey Maguire. Okay. Yeah. At the at the wrestling place, right? Guys, like you gotta tell me how that's my problem, right? Yeah. I don't know how that's my problem. Zeus says that to Thor. Then Thor just before he leaves, Gore shows up, starts just butchering Zeus and everyone there, and he's like, "Thor, help us." I, I don't know how that's my problem. You know uh, what yeah. I mean? Then he just walks
2: out. Like we see Thor and Gore kill the exact same amount of gods in this movie.
3: <laughs> yeah, Thor kills Zeus. Thor just lightning bolts Zeus in the face. <laughs> Well, in the chest, I suppose. Which, you, i got to be honest with you, I was with him up until... I was like, yeah, he deserved that. He
2: kind of, yeah, but he's alive at the end. You stayed for the end credits, I assume. Uh, yeah, I did, yeah. Have you watched uh, Ted Lasso? Uh, I haven't. Oh, well, the guy who plays Hercules, uh, he plays a character in Ted Lasso called Roy Kent, who is objectively just Roy Keane. He... <laughs> Okay. He's a very angry football player who's a little bit past his prime and oh. wants everyone else to suffer. It's oh. absolutely amazing. You'd love it. Um,
3: and so what are we saying here? Hercules obviously setting up the next movie um, yeah. with, against Thor and his little child, Love. I'm assuming so, unless they just write her out. Like yeah, She'll probably be written out in the first 10 minutes. It's, you know what? Did I dislike the vibe of this review okay but the problem is you can't really change how we feel because I love Tika, and I love I think Chris Hemsworth is like he's perfect as Thor
2: yeah and he, like he kills in this movie he's out, he's having a great time I,
3: I think like. everyone in the movie is putting in a great performance maybe other than Russell Crowe who I think is actively bad but I am I, I think like Hemsworth mm. Portman and uh, like Tessa Thompson for what she's given like she's perfect as Valkyrie and yeah. of course Christian Bale is the absolute standout um, but I just feel like in a different movie, they could have done way better. I just it probably stands out more because I was expecting it to be better than it was that yeah, which I think we were led to believe like it was always b- because Mark- Ragnarok actually Ragnarok had the opposite, whereas Ragnarok because Tor a dark world that had come out the, before that. I went in thinking it's Tor. like it's it's (laughs) tore it's not gonna be that good and i was like this is the best fucking thing i've seen this year and so then going into this i'm like last movie killed it this is this is gonna kill it i can't wait and when it was kind of going on i was like i'm not feeling this as much as i thought i would
2: yeah i think the stuff that works works very well for me anyway like the, the what we get of gore what we get of tessa thompson i like thor as a character in this movie i like jane foster in this movie i like some of the cinematography choices like the the, the, the black and white scene excellent um it's cheesy as fuck but i love all the kids getting the power of thor at the end i think that's great uh, I, I, uh, we are on opposite ends of cheese <laughs> the camera pans up and it's it's the world tree, it's Yggdrasil from Norse mythology <laughs> <laughs> spread out among the children. Uh, but also look, that saying hall that of, though,
3: would it not have been funny to watch them all get butchered? Like I oh, would you, have been gas. <laughs> like I um, would have been all in. Like he should have powered them all up and then they all just get fucking sliced. I love it.
2: somewhere in Gore's mental code, it's like, Well, they're technically gods now, so <laughs>
1: And
3: he's just kicking the shit out of a three year old <laughs> in their pajamas.
2: <laughs> that hall as well is just like like there's a statue of the Living Tribunal there, which is really cool. There's one of the Celestials. A couple of Celestials we see just fucking looking into the God world. Just hanging out. Just hanging around. Uh, And also, Eternity. Eternity exists. So Eternity is the personification
3: of the universe, Connor. Sorry, just before we got into Eternity, about the kids. Yeah. Why did Thor never use that power ever before? It would have been really useful. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, you know when he landed in Infinity War? Yeah, uh, yeah, with, yeah. like, all the monsters. Yeah, what yeah, What if yeah, he yeah. just looked at, like, Black Panther and Cap and Scarlet Witch and. Sc- or not Scarlet Witch, but, like, um, Black Widow and just kind of fucking powered them all up and then they all are tore and then there's, like, 16 of them.
2: Because. <laughs> They hadn't written that he could do that yet. <laughs>
3: that's exactly it. Because they hadn't figured out that he could do it yet. Well, I mean, like
2: th- like th- and that's something that comes up in this film, is that Thor accidentally gives Jane the powers of Thor because he tells Mjolnir to look after her mm. uh, to keep her safe. And then he, he, I guess he kind of figures out that he can do that and is like, well,
3: <laughs> what if explained. that didn't work in the moment?
2: And it wouldn't even
3: better. I give you all my powers. Shadow monsters, just slice them.
2: <laughs> it's, I, look, I think it's fun and I like it. Uh, also that bit where they end up with all the water in the sky, that's literally a level from Kingdom Hearts. So I, I like that. Okay. Uh, but I don't know if that's intentional, but we can, that's we can get
3: back to We can get back to Eternity, so. Um, yes. So Eternity is introduced as uh, the ultimate, ultimate god that will grant one wish. And so Gore the God Butcher finally figures out, gets Stormbreaker, and yeah. uh, is about to make his wish. And so the wish is, of course, that there will be no more gods. Um, he just goes full evil at this point, that we're meant to just be completely against him. I'm kind of like, let's hear him out. Mm-hmm. So far, everything I've seen, it's not great.
2: All the most of the gods we've met in this movie have been pricks. So
3: (laughs) almost exclusively, all of them, except for Thor and Jane. And even
2: Thor's not great. Like he knocks down that whole temple at the start.
3: I, I would say Thor is more just like he's he's harmless. But
2: he means well
3: he means well he's just a bit of a doof right but most of them are actively dickheads and so I'm like you know what Gore if you just make a wish let's kill all the gods except for this lad (sighs) wouldn't be that bad I think it would work out I think (laughs) it would work out pretty well
2: and even the next film it's going to be Hercules fighting Zeus or fighting Thor yeah, And of course there's going to be casualties in that. Like,
3: yeah. So we'd all be better off with a few dead gods. <laughs> so when he's about to make the wish then of course Jane has been given the ultimatum that like she can either not power up and she might have a chance to live uh, with the chemo and all or yeah. if she powers up again she probably would survive. She's probably going to die.
2: Yeah, which is a tough choice. Uh and she like, yeah, and that's the same in the comics. Like the the power of Thor basically stops the chemo from working.
3: And, and um, I kind I like the scene where Thor's like, I don't want you to do it, but and I was kind of like, and I wasn't big on him like just telling her. But they he they kind of save it in the writing where he kind of says, obviously it's up to you. But yeah. personally, I would prefer if you didn't power up.
2: He literally says like, oh, I can't stop you from doing this. Yeah, but I. I have to at least say this to you. That yeah, I, I, I think
3: that was it. the perfect way to save it. Because up until that point, he was like, "You're not powered up," and I was like, "This is a bad vibe." <laughs> I don't this know if you're is... allowed to just tell her that. <laughs> no,
2: no, it's like it's 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 well done that whole thing, and that that's a genuine bit of like you feel a bit of like connection between these two characters. Yeah, like he, he'll regret it if he
3: doesn't say it or if he doesn't exactly. try because they're because
2: they're talking about how much they care about each other without just outright saying oh I love you and kissing like yeah. as, which is every other kind of interaction so it's that's nice to see and I like that Jane at the end decides she's going to do it that she's gonna like power up one more time Based,
3: but he also like, wouldn't have beaten Gore without her no
2: he would have been fucking dead on a slab like, <laughs>
3: like. I, all those kids were shit like absolutely terrible kids at fighting did
2: nothing the <laughs> shadow monsters as well dude do you know the seven deadly sins in Shazam yeah it's the same in that I can't remember any of them
3: yeah just see I don't like shadow monsters I shadow monsters The yeah so from this you have Shazam I wouldn't even put in ooze monsters from Suicide Squad from the first yeah, one like weird just black
2: goop like
3: completely forgettable just mercenaries you have to kind of mow through before you get to the big man because
2: the sword in the comics and I, like I don't like being this guy but the sword in the comics is connected to the symbiotes like Venom and all that so that's why you can conjure, like, these black tendrils and creatures and all that kind of stuff. I don't think they were doing that, though. They just lock into shadow on, yeah. this, on this movie.
3: Very uh, hard to make shadow intimidating. It really is. It really <laughs> is. You need a lot of light for shadow. You need a lot of lights for shadow. So I think um, I think that end scene is okay. And, like, so at the end when you have, like, Jane dying and then it's, like... You don't have to make the wish to kill all the gods. You could easily just make the wish to bring back your own daughter. Yeah. Um, I like that as a result, like a resolution. It makes sense. That's exactly what you would pitch to the guy about to kill you with everyone you know. <laughs>
2: it's a real Hail Mary kind of thing, isn't
3: it? Say, <laughs> yeah, hey, what you could wish. do. <laughs> <laughs> what if I give you two sticks
2: instead of these ribs? <laughs> well, this is it. Is that, like It goes back to the Thanos thing of like, why didn't Thanos just double all the resources? Because they didn't like write it, it like that, okay? Just that's. The thing. But, it, but it's like, in the villain's mind, that's not an option. You know, yeah. it has to be. There has to be sacrifice, you know. But, like, and, Gore and could literally just wish for everything to be okay.
3: Gore could have, yeah, Gore could have been like, I wish that my daughter comes back and everything's perfectly fine and me and her live forever together. And, and Eternity's just like, uh-uh-uh, no ands. <laughs> there is an and. <laughs> it was a comma. <laughs> I like
2: how, th- it, it like... I don't know. I, I I do like this. I like that Thor is like, no, I will look after the kid. Yeah, that's a heroic thing to do. Because uh, Gore dies. Gore dies. Gore does. Why die. does he die? Because he's the the. Because Connor.
3: Cause okay. Here we go. You want to explain? The sword this.
2: chooses you. Yeah. It slowly poisons you. Ah, yes. Okay. Yeah.
3: And it chose that exact that's- moment to poison him
2: yes just, just okay. right then and there i do like him and jane have a conversation and he's like we're the same we're both being killed by the thing that gives us power that's nice that's I, in that black I, and white I, bit that i love so much
3: i really like that bit but i think it was not explored enough that no. like the two of them it should have been toward the middle and the two of them basically just opposite ends of the same yeah. spectrum
2: literally yeah that like they're both doing the same thing essentially um, also I want to pitch you this just a scene of gore going mental talking to the sword wouldn't that be cool
3: would have been good I just wanted more Christian Bale just chewing scenery let's just see yeah, what he
2: does he's not in it very much <laughs> uh, <No.
3: laughs> I, I think the best scene probably in the whole movie is the, the black and white scene on, on the uh, mm. gore's planet um, just as you said for artistic reasons they turn up and that we has weird shadow monsters as well. But before all that, before the fight scene, I would say, is what really makes this stand out is when he, like, it's like a horror movie where they're just, like, kind of going through the, the little house or little hut. And yeah. then you're like, oh, shit, it's a trap. And he just pops out and just immediately takes all three of them, like, three gods, like, yeah. in seconds.
2: It just shuts him down. Like, and Jane realizes, like, oh, he wants Stormbreakers. So she throws that into space. Yeah. And then there's that whole thing of, like, call the hammer. And it's just like, if you don't call this hammer, I'm going to kill both of your friends.
3: Yeah. And, and, and I just think, and he, he's absolutely, yeah, as you said, like, he's doing such a good performance there, a mix. And that's probably why that scene stands out, is because that actually has stakes. <laughs> like, that's the first time in the whole movie, up until that point, I was like, oh, shit, this is, this is good. Um, this is, like, there's no jokey jokes for five seconds. We, we've got some stakes.
2: Yeah, it's an actual, like, serious moment of downtime in this film. Of course,
3: like, I'm going to kill them if you don't call the hammer.
2: Like, and also, before that, there's, like, a whole bit on the boat where Tor and Jane talk about how they love each other.
3: I was uh, moving past that, you know, how I, I feel about the chemistry. A,
2: Korg is a face at the time, like, <laughs> There's,
3: he's not oh, there's a lot of things I'm overlooking here just to kind of be nice. Um, just, there's a lot of scenes that I'm like, oh, I, I wouldn't have done it like that, but that's okay. That's I cool. look, I think
2: it's a worthy watch just for the black and white scene myself. I think that's <laughs> great. Yeah.
3: If you just cut the gore the God butcher scenes into this and like it, and then just watch them. I think so, yeah.
2: Like you have I a just good movie.
3: I think it would have been nice to see after
2: Ragnarok and the jokey funny Thor, some of like maybe give me that for the first thirty minutes or forty five minutes.
3: Yeah, and, and then, then something has Korg to happen. Dice, yeah. And then
2: it turns, and then it's like, okay. This is a serious movie now.
3: Like you have the same. I see. We're kind of also rewriting it as we're doing this episode. I don't. I feel like we're definitely not anyways talented. No, we not of these qualified people, at all. But we're just kind of throw a uh, spitball in here, just throwing ideas. So, like to me, you have as you said, first 30-40 minutes have the same jokey stuff. You can even Guardians, all that scene. It doesn't matter. Um, but Gore has got to show up. Uh, with tor and um korg go to a planet we're gonna yeah. go fight gore there's this guy that's causing hassle they show up he kills korg like straight away Just and murders then, him. yeah he murders him and like so tor goes back to asgard like korg's dead holy shit what the fuck are we gonna do valkyrie and she's like i've got backup so there's mighty tor is there and so they're like right the three of us are gonna have to go
2: yeah and yeah and like thor comes back and he's like "Korg is dead and he's on a war path then valkyrie has to be the leader the king of Asgard, to be like calm calm down let's make a plan yeah valkyrie and then, like, sets the whole plan in motion gets you have, jane in you
3: have the mighty thor in there as well so you have the three of them and like thor is just hell-bent on revenge the two and ever just like chill okay this is what he wants he wants you to run it head first when you need yeah. backup
2: He wants you to go just throw Stormbreaker at him and he catches it.
3: And Valkyrie dies in that battle. Brings the two, then Thor like snaps back. He's like, fuck, this is life and death. Like everyone I know is going to die if I don't fucking like pull this out.
2: Yeah. And then, and he wins but Jane still dies.
3: Yeah. Have all, because Thor is always best when he's sad but he's also holding it together. That's like my favourite version of this character. Yeah.
2: And then like, and like maybe then you put him in Asgard, even with the kid. But now he's he's like no, I'm like I'm just gonna do this.
3: Like and I think it. most people's one of their strongest seeds of this version of Thor is the seed. I think it's Infinity War when he's on the ship with the with with um, Rocket Raccoon and Groot and he's just like yeah. well then my mom died and then and then my dad died um, and then my brother died um, yeah. and then basically everyone I know has, has actually died in the past years uh, it's been a pretty pretty rough time
2: yeah because the line the line that he gives is like well he's never fought me he did and he won well he's never fought me twice <laughs> and if he wins again well what else do I have to lose
3: and like Chris Hemsworth delivers that line like he tears in his eyes but he's like holding it back and he's trying to be jokey tore as he does it and I think that's when the characters work at his best is when like he's got so much sadness but we love him because he's just constantly trying to be positive when he's just like shit's going to fucking shit around me like everything's fucked but I just gotta keep moving forward yeah
2: and like it's I I just I I, I don't know I don't want Thor to just like lose everyone in his life
3: no I don't I
2: think for this story I think it would have worked better if Thor had to take responsibility. You know? Cause, For cause
3: not taking the threat seriously. I, yeah. I think I think someone needed to die to take the threat seriously. Because he can have the jokey stuff, but someone needs to get fucking butchered That's by Gorg. Because
2: I feel and like I keep going back to Korg because he's just like endemic of this concept of just like Thor and Korg are going to be okay at the end of this because they get the clips on YouTube. Mm. and people like them you know
3: yeah the the fake out deaths really annoyed me i, was I really like, don't like that, <laughs> that I, how many times have they done that so far in phase four like you had um tom mcguire as well spider-man yeah um
2: you had we had, had in to... this movie yeah had, what else is in phase four
3: well dr strange,
2: dr. Uh, strange. the turtles The Eternals probably have... The Eternals had a Um, fake-out.
3: What's her name? The the Fast... The the little Um, girl stabbed her. Macari? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) There was a stabbing there. You're like, oh, Dave. There was a stabbing.
2: There was a stabbing, (laughs) you're right. Um, Uh, And then, I'm trying to think, what else came out? Like, there there was... uh, I suppose uh, there was a bit of a fake-out death in Black Widow because a helicopter exploded around Florence Pugh. (laughs) And <laughs> yeah. she was just fine after it.
3: Yeah. I don't understand. Like, just kill people. It's fine. But also, just, maybe just don't write the scene that they get stabbed if you don't want to actually kill them. Yeah, yeah. Like, don't
2: don't make me like serve those emotions and then just be like, ah, it didn't matter.
3: <laughs> it's fine. Chewbacca should have
2: died when that ship exploded, man. That would have been great. <laughs> yeah. Um,
3: I just think my favourite um, non-death scene is in I just uh, Suicide Squad I bring it up again other than mm-hmm. Ooze Monsters is uh, three times in that movie they land a helicopter by crashing it and then they walk away <laughs>
2: I mean I mean, they're Perfect. the Suicide Squad, Connor. What do you expect?
3: <laughs> We're going to go down. Are we going to land it? Well, no, we'll just wait for a rocket to hit us. And then we'll hit the floor. And we'll run out. Oh, Deadshot. The man who can't miss. Fire a <laughs> shot at Harley Quinn there. <laughs> um, Sean, so I'm, I mean, I feel like we've kind of got over most of the big pies. There's probably some small things that we haven't really got over. But is there anything else that kind of stands out to you in terms of the film itself? No. Not really. Like it, there,
2: there. I, I feel like it's, it's got highs and lows. I think the highs are more than enough to carry it. It's not my favorite MCU movie by any means. Um, uh, I like the end credits where Jane goes to Valhalla, uh, and it's like, oh, cancer's a battle. So you, 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 you did it. Uh, that's nice. And, uh, Idris Elba wears a terrible wig in that scene. <laughs> uh, it's Philip
3: and James Bond. Give him a break.
2: I can't look. That's fair enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, like, Je- I it, look. I would, I, I, I'm happy I saw it. I'm glad I saw it. I probably won't watch it again anytime soon.
3: I think it's a missed opportunity. More than anything, mm. I think, I think, I think it could have been a lot more. I think, I think you could have absolutely like had an all-timer here, um, and I think that's probably where a lot of the disappointment's coming from. That like, you, you had it all set up for an all-timer, and you kind of just. Like, it's good, like, but we could have scored 20 touchdowns, but we scored three. <laughs> like, yeah, okay, that's pretty good, I suppose. Yeah,
2: um, and I, I think you're right that it is like watching the Super Bowl and then going back to, like, game one of the new season. Yeah. It's just like, oh, it's, I know what you can be, though.
3: Yeah, I, I, I would say, where would you rank this, actually, in terms of tour movies? So, I mean, Ragnarok is first.
2: Yeah. Um, is it better I,
3: than Thor 1? I think it is. I think so too, yeah. Uh,
2: just because there's more in it. Uh, mm. But I think it goes Ragnarok this, Thor 1, Thor 2, which I feel is a fairly by-the-numbers list, quite honestly. Mm. But it's probably, like, it's not above... It's not, like... It's not close to Ragnarok, if that makes no, sense. No, it, it's like, like it's Ragnarok, a valley between the gut, two. Uh, yeah. big,
3: big gap, and then the other three. Um, what, in terms of Phase 4... What, what's left? I'm trying to think of what's left. Let me quickly
2: um, look it up because we've got a bit of time left. Uh, Ant
3: Man, is Quantumania coming out?
2: Quantumania is phase four. That's something I'm genuinely like.
3: That could have for. Uh, ramifications. But mm. at the minute, I mean, with the goal, like they've had Eternals. Spider Man was obviously an outlier because that just had the setup of the multiverse and all. Uh, Doctor yeah. Strange. Okay. So, uh, Black Widow. Uh,
2: Shang-Chi. <laughs> So okay. Shang Chi's pretty good. Eternals, hmm. uh, Spider Man No Way Home, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, Thor Love and Thunder. It's like there's quite a bit left. So hmm. we have Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Okay. We have Ant Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania. Okay. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume three, The Marvels, Fantastic Four, and Blade
3: Right, okay. Those are just
2: the movies.
3: But there's like, no big thing they're building towards. There's not even, like, a civil war, I think, which is going to hinder... You're going to have to have just storyline after storyline, but they don't normally do that. They normally then set up a story somewhere, like, or Hercules and this. Like, it has to have a setup to yeah. someone else.
2: That's, yeah, and, like, a, like, War of the Gods or something like that. Yeah. Or, but, like... I like. I feel your best bet to like set up. A, I think this is just going to be setting up. Phase five is going to be the objective goal of this, and I think that's going to happen mostly in Fantastic Four.
3: Yeah, are you excited? I'm. <laughs> I
2: no. I I was. I've been thinking about this, Sharon. I will always like these movies. Yeah, I I, I, I I think I, so too. I like what they're about. Like from someone who, like when I was growing up, I did not know anyone who read comics, so. I'm just happy that they're the biggest thing in the world now.
3: I think it's companies. fucking amazing that they've gotten to the 2022 without absolutely blowing it up. Like, yeah, in the fact, because I remember like in 2013, 2014, when like it started, like the MCU was still pretty strong, and people were like, don't know how many more Bob years they have burst, left.
2: Boys, yeah,
3: yeah, the fatigues would have set in. So to, to get to 2022. And, like, they're still churning these fucking things out and they're still making nearly a billion dollars every time. Um, pre-pandemic, they made a billion over after, for every single film, yeah, up to endgame.
2: So and then I think it's... Like, it is going to get back to that, I do think.
3: Yeah. I, I think, but, yeah, it's... it's they're, they're currently, like, the all-star team without a goal. Like, they don't have... They don't have a goal in mind. There's no championship to play for. Like, they're just... They're just kind of sitting there, just. They're just doing, doing their movies. weekly
2: games, and they're doing they're, really well in them. They're just but.
3: doing the movies for the sake of doing the movies. That's fine, but I think when everybody's got like something in mind, like that, there's an end goal here. We want to set up this to do this. It makes everyone better because you're ma- you're more focused.
2: Yeah, like, and I think it's just it's it's phase four. The whole thing has gotten a lot bigger because it's not just movies anymore it's t v shows and there's so many different productions happening all at the same time that it isn't reasonable for everything to link with everything else. There'll be seeds planted here and there, and then those will all connect at the end of everything mm. um but i like I think we're gone beyond the days of where you know you can freeze frame during captain america civil war and you can see plans for wakanda and all this i, <laughs> yeah. do, I think we're beyond all of that now
3: yeah i think everyone's either in it or not
2: yeah at this i think point. think of it like buying a comic and you buy the one you like uh and there are other ones there if you want it. and maybe there'll be a big civil war event at some point but just what buy or watch the ones you like and yeah. you'll have a pretty good time with it
3: can't wait for guardians of the galaxy tree it's very the last excited one. about
2: that i liked seeing those the guardians in this film it was a nice
3: little yeah. nice little treat um, but I think that's it for this, this movie review shot of Tor, Love and Thunder. What a week of reviews, Connor! Would you like <laughs> me been... to take us out?
2: <laughs> yes, please. Thanks, everyone, for listening to this episode of Movie Mondays. We'll Actually, be back we on. never
3: gave a Weetabix rating review, oh, but I don't know what to... give uh, forgive me.
2: Oh. Uh, I would give uh, just uh, two Weetabix, a yeah. bit of honey and milk, and a glass <laughs> of ale on
3: the side, because Vikings. Oh, course. And alcoholism. <laughs> I'm trying to think of... Uh, there's two eggs, but just before I'm about to eat into it, uh, someone swipes one of them. So it was a bit of a missed opportunity for... I thought I was getting more. Oh, butter,
2: very good. It was only a little bit. That's fair. That's Thank very you. fair. <laughs> so, thanks everyone who supports us over on Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Heroes for higher podcast. Link to that in the description. Shoutouts, of course, go to Waffles, the marvellous God of Thunder and Syrup, uh, Kira Lawler. David Clark, Ed Ball, Joe Burney, Roisin the Wife Palmer, Ryan Technically Fine Evanson, Sean Chuck It in the Wash and It'll Be Grand Jameson, Dominic, Josiah Florida Gal Green, Anna Hilmroos, Lil Dickie Come Stay Where the Dog Men Play McGrew, Danny McLaughlin, Ray, The Fabulous Frogman, Sam, Michelle Brown, Michaela Doughty, Sackman41, Frost and Buster. Thank you all. So, so much for the continued support. We hope you enjoyed the review. We hope you enjoy the reviews that we put up on our Patreon page. Uh, Miss Marvel review of the finale, I think. That'll be coming soon because that's out on Wednesday. Yeah, it's out this Wednesday, yeah. Uh, So look forward to that. And we hope you enjoyed this review as well. Let us know your thoughts on Thor, Love and Thunder. Other ways to support the show, we do have the merch store link below. Here's for hire.ie forward slash shop. Twitter is at Heroes For Hire Pod. The four is the number four. Facebook is Detective Divelman's discussion group. Instagram is Here's For Hire Podcast. And the best way to ever help out the show is to tell one human being that we exist. Just the one, please. I think that's about it. I think so. So I'll
3: be kind I'll be We shall see you all next week, guys. Bye. Bye.